Okay, so today I want to discuss, as this week's parsha is, parshat. Very good, Yitro. And what's the main theme of Yitro? Is Aserit Adibrot, Matan Torah. So what I'd like to do is I want to look at something in Aserit Adibrot, um, and then something else in Aserit Adibrot. There you go. Makes sense, doesn't it? Okay. So let's go. So let's start here. So this. Uh, the, fir- the, the first um, source is the Aserit that he brought themselves. I put them in English just because it's easier for reference purpose. What I want you to look at is I want you to look at a theme in the Aserit that he brought. You will notice that the first five we know, there's ten, there's, there's ten, there's ten different, right? The first five are in Adon Lamakom and the second five are in Adon Lachavero, right? Between man and man, between man and God, and between man and man. You'll notice that the first two of the Adibrot are what? Anuchi Hashem Lokecha, Lo Yelacha Elohim Acherim. I'm Hashem, you mustn't have any other gods beside me. Now, what kind of mitzvot are those? Those are thinking mitzvot. There's no action in those mitzvot, right? But as it progresses, so the actions get more and more and more and more. To Shabbos and then honoring parents, all about action. Whereas, if you look at the mitzvot, Ben Adam Lechavero, you will notice that it starts off with the actions and it ends with what that you're not allowed to covet. What does covet mean? Jealous. So jealous, more than jealous. You're jealous of someone, it just means you're jealous of them. Covet means you actually want that which they have. Not something like they have, but you actually want that. So when it says you're not allowed to doesn't mean that you want a house like your neighbor. You know, you're jealous that they've got, he's got a Ferrari, I'd also like a Ferrari. That's jealousy. As opposed to he or she, whatever, let me see, what, is, what do women like? Um, got diamonds, okay? I want those diamonds. I want that Ferrari. I want that house. I want that donkey, if you want a donkey, right? right? That's, that's what it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's much deeper. But it, is, is that an action to cover something? No, it's a thought process. So the question of Shimshon Raphael Hirsch wants to understand is how come the pattern that is presented in Ben Adam Lamakum, which is thought into action, is reversed in Ben Adam Lachavera, which is action into thought. You got it? That's the theme. So, in order to try and understand that, let's look at these two Mishnayot from Pir Kavot. So, Shammai Omer. Who was Shammai, by the way? What do you know about Shammai? Now you all know something. I know you do. There's Hillel and Shammai. Right? What do you know about Hillel? Don't be scared. I mean, no, no one's going to like say that you're wrong or shout at you that much. If you're wrong. No. Right? That's an interesting way of describing it. One more emotional, the other one more logical. Meaning one's more about relationships and the other one's more about thinking. Perhaps. Anyone else? Why do we follow Hillel? Because more kind. Okay, so that's like the standard thing. Shama's a bit hectic, and Hillel's a bit more chill. Okay? Right? That's standard. But I want you to look here. Says Shama, I say to Ratcha Keva, make your Torah Keva. Meaning, make your, uh, learn, the way we understand it, make your study of Torah a fixed practice, so that you don't like, say, oh, maybe I'll do it, maybe I'll get some time, maybe. Try and make it a fixed practice. Number one. Number two, Emor Ma'atva Say Harbei. Say a little, and do a lot. Now, I say a little and do a lot, and connect it to our Saitra, it doesn't seem to do anything. 
I mean, how do you connect them? Number one. Number, one. number two. Number three, then this hectic, right, Shammai, it's much more strict. Look what he says. Receive each person with a wonderful, lovely, pleasant countenance. That doesn't sound very hectic to me. It actually sounds quite nice. See if he's the kind of guy you want to say hello to. And he wants to say hello to you. Okay? What is going on in this thing? So let's try and understand according to the way of Shimshon of Hirsch understands the, um, the, the series that he brought and we're going to translate that into this Mishnah. Okay. So, says Rav Shimshon Hirsch very simply that when it comes to a relationship with the Rebbe when it comes to a relationship with God, how does that relationship have to begin? With thought. With processing. With an understanding. With a cerebral space. If you don't get to understand HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then it doesn't mean anything. What, what are you doing mitzvahs for? I'm just doing it because it's a nice idea, right? right? Like some people say, what are mitzvahs? They're good deeds. Mitzvahs aren't good deeds. They may be mitzvahs that are good deeds. But mitzvahs as a concept are not good deeds. What are mitzvahs? Mitzvahs are a means of connecting to Hashem. But if you don't have that primary thing of Anuchi Hashem Lokecha, the understanding, the Havana, the, the belief, the Emunah, we're going to go into that much deeper uh, a little bit later. If you don't have that, then you don't have a starting point of a relationship. However, says Rashim Shunrafal Hirsch, if that's all you've got is the nice philosophical idea, you know, Yiddish Kant's the most unbelievable philosophy. And you guys, Baruch Hashem, are less exposed to, um, to more of the, that world outside there, which is quite hectic. But in Cape Town, for example, and I don't know what it's like in Joburg, outside of the from place, because I, I just have spent my whole world here, my life here. Okay. But um, in Cape Town, you have people who, mummish, they love learning, and they love getting connected with learning, and they're learning, and they're getting information, and they go to every single shi'ur, and they love the philosophy, and comes the Sinai in Daba, they are just, it's like heaven for them, right? And then they, Mechala, Shabbos, they eat it doesn't make a difference. Like, something's wrong. Says of Shimshun and Falhurst, that's what a Kodesh Baruch Hu is saying. You've got to start with the thought, but that thought has to manifest itself into the actions. Whatever those actions may be, and those are just three examples of actions. No, the thought is the basis. It's the starting point. But the starting point, you've got to get across the line. You can't just like, you know, sitting there in the starting blocks. I'm ready. I am so well prepared. So that's a big machlokus in the Gemara. Mitzvahs, Tuchus, Kavana or not. Do you need Kavana and Mitzvahs? But I'm saying, and I'm not saying on a specific Mitzvah. I'm saying conceptually in a relationship with Hashem has to start with thought. That's what he wants to say. Because otherwise, there's nothing. So they're right. You're going to Shurim. You're learning the philosophy. You're doing all these things. But, you know, it's like um, knowing the theory and never putting it into practice. As I say, it's like being staying at the starting blocks and then the gun goes, ah, I'm not interested. What's the point? So the point is, because that's how you get the connection. That's how you win the medals. That's how you move forward. Is you actually got to start in the starting box. Comes up, now why is it that HaKadosh Baruch Hu allows thought before action? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I always say, has got very broad shoulders. Hashem can handle it. Okay, if you think about things and it takes a while and you grow and you develop and then you take on what you need to take on. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu can handle but when it comes to people, it's not the same. Right? You can't start thinking, oh, you know, I think it's a wonderful concept that I should give charity 
Let me think about it. Okay. Yeah, it's good. You make 10%, 16%, whatever the case is. Nice ideas. Okay. By the time you've done that, the Gemara tells of, of, of people who the guy was waiting, put his hand in his pocket before he could t- pull the money out because he really had a conversation with the poor person. The poor person died. Right? In other words, there's no time, but the Gemara is illustrating, there's no time when it comes to mitzvahs, ben Adam l'chaveiro, to think about what, whether I should do it and whether philosophy is and whether it connects to me and all those things. You've got, to do the, you've got to do the deed, right? Right? However, says Rav Shemshon if all you're doing is doing deeds, then your relationships with the people that you're doing them with are very, very shallow. And so therefore, it's not only about the deeds, but it's also about the thinking. You've got to understand, you've got to have empathy, you've got to be sensitive. All of those things that we know in relationships have to come out as well. So you've got two points. You've got a point of thinking, which leads to action. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he can handle it. You've got a point of action which then leads to you thinking about how better to do all those actions than Adam L'Chaveru. Okay, now I think that's an astounding Chiddush in the way to understand our series that he brought and the way to understand our relationship to these two different types of mitzvahs. Right? What's the basis? When it comes to Hashem, you've got to think it through first. When it comes to people, you've got to do it. But... Both demand thinking, because without the thinking and without the action, neither are complete. You have to be with that. Now let's look at this Mishnah again. Shamay Omer, Asay Toratcha Keva. What is Toratcha? What does it mean? Your Torah. Who's yours? Each person, like you Each person's Torah. What is your Torah? What you gain from the Torah you learn. Fine, good, excellent, okay? It's your thinking. The way you think, the things that drive you must be keva, must be fixed. You know, very often, one of our problems is that we're inconsistent in the way we behave. All of us. Okay? I'm not saying you, I'm saying us, generally. We're inconsistent, why? Because sometimes we forget what really is driving us. Comes along Shammai and says, you know, this thought, the way you think, the way you, you've, you've decided your, your Welt function will be, the way you've decided your way of life will be, your value systems, that must be keva. That must be fixed. Okay? But you don't have to tell everybody about it. Okay? Because you've got an emor ma'at Don't speak about it so much. Don't talk about the way you think. Don't talk about the great philosophies. Tachas. Do what you need to do. Okay? But don't think that that's the end point. What, is moti- what would motiv- motivate a person to be makabel at kol hadam, every single human being? That means from the greatest rabbi in the world, okay, to the person that you see pushing around those um, recycling things. Like that's quite a low, low job. Right? What motivates you to connect with them and say, be there, besever panim yafot. Why would you do that? Here you are, you've got a definitive way of life, you are, you're immormat, you're doing everything that you need to do, right? Why would you have to now interact with another human being? You know why? Because when you do asay tarat chakeva, and when you're immormat, you're doing what HaKadosh Baruch Hu expects. The minute you're doing what HaKadosh Baruch Hu expects, you become godly. That's the whole thing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks after everyone. HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks down on everybody. Right? Kol adam, sever panim yafot. That's what we want. 
We want to be like HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We want to not judge people because they may be poor or rich or whatever the case is. We don't judge people. Right? Just what I do, I do. And everybody else, I must look, look, look to them and engage with them. panim In a beautiful way. Now there's another mission in Pekah, which I didn't put here, which says, Have a makabal et kol adam. Sorry. Um, that you must say shalom to everybody first. In other words, you must be the first one to say hello. Is there a difference between those two here? Between saying shalom to someone and being makabal b'sever panim yafot? Do you have a question? Isn't it the same thing? You, know, you, say, you know, see somebody, you, you just you, you say, you know, say shalom. Or you makabal b'sever panim yafot. You... Uh, m- Receive every person with a pleasant countenance. Is there a difference? Yes. Well, well yeah, yeah. Okay, go first. Um, so just saying, it's kind of like a just a way of greeting. So it's not, it doesn't mean that you actually connect with the person when you actually say like, you recognize persons for who they are, like what they, because they also have their own thinking pattern, just like you do. So mm-hmm. Recognizing a person for who they are, not just greeting them because it's a nice thing. To do. So can you see that saying shalom to a person? Is the first part of a Ben Adam Mechaveru. You see that? But can you see that being Makabal, everyone with a pleasant countenance, is the second part? Because there you've got to do something. It's easy to say, Shalom, hi. You know, like when I go running in the mornings. Hi, 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 hi. You know? You hope you, hope you manage to smile in the deep breaths that you're trying to take as you're dying up the hills, right? But say hi. People appreciate the acknowledgement. But to be, to be Makabal, someone will say their panim foot. To really say, hi, how are you doing? Or just give them a nice smile. That demands a level of sensitivity and thought. And that's what's going on in that, in, in, um, in the Aseret that he brought. Learn your Torah. Don't say so much, just do the work. Because you've already done the action, now start doing the care. So you understand that. It's a, it's a fundamental learning and understanding in the Aseret that he brought. Okay. Now I want to look at before we even get into the Aseret brought, I want to look at something that I learned um, today in the Slona Mareba, um, which is quite astounding, because we forget it. We, 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 we skip things when we learn, and we forget, we forget how deep every single word of the Torah is. So, on the next page. Vayedaber Elohim et kol advarim ha'ele leimor. Hashem spoke, Elohim, in, 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 and there's a whole discussion about Elohim, okay? All these things, Lamor, to say. What does it mean, et kol hadavarim ha'ele? Now, why that's so important is because we have somewhere else where we speak about kol. Okay? Cool. So the Zohar says that kol, et kol hadavarim ha'ele, must remind us of Avraham Avinu because Hashem beirach et Avraham bakol. Hashem blessed Avraham with everything. Now what does it mean? How do you connect this, this, with that? So, he, so the Shlonimus says the following. He says, we know that the Midrash tells us that Avraham Avinu kept the entire Torah. Yes? How can Avraham Avinu keep the entire Torah? There is no Torah yet. No Torah has been given. So how can he keep the Torah if Torah has not yet been given? And that's what it means that Hashem beirach et Avraham bakol, he says, is that Hashem gave Abraham the bracha of kol. What's kol? Kol hadvarim ha'ele. All these things. 
Meaning, the Aseret Hadibrot. Why is that so important? Because the Aseret Hadibrot are a pricey of what? Of the entire Torah. You got that? And Kol Hadvarim is a pricey of the Aseret Hadibrot. You got that? So when Hashem spoke, at Kol Hadvarim Ha'elelemor, says Rashi, Melamed, She'amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu Aseret Hadibrot, Bedibor Echad. That Hashem said that the Aseret Hadibrot in one, in one Dibur, in one utterance, it's impossible for a human being to say that. You know, like, what did it come out like? Like a davening, right? Okay. Why does it say, if Hashem had already given the Aseret brought in the word call, then how come? Why does it also say, because then HaKadosh Baruch Hu expounded on each Dibur. So the way that Aseret brought were given, Rashi explains, is that initially the entire Aseret brought were put in one word. Call it call. And then Hashem explained each thing. Okay, you with me? You with me? So it's one, ten in one and then ten out. Now look here. Says the Orachai Makadosh. Um, sorry, look it says the Kliyakon, the next one. We know that there are ten dibrot. Lohorot to teach you. What? Why is it that we have uh, the aseret brought? Because the aseret brought um, correspond to the, the fact that the world was created by asarama marot with ten utterances. So there's a seretadi brought corresponding to creation. Got it? Okay. Which is in turn corresponding to the call. Which means sitting in the word call is all of creation. And where is all of creation sitting? All of creation, it says, that um, Hashem looked into the Torah and created the world. So now we've got the following. We've got... We've got the world that was created, that is, that is in ten ma'amarot. We've got the aseret hadibrot, right? So the aseret hadibrot and the ten ma'amarot are part of the creation of the world. Then we've got the word kol, in which everything is fitting. So says the Slonimer, you know what? That's unbelievable. The entire world sits in the Torah. Everything. The aseret hadibrot are the praise of that entire Torah. And call is the word that encompasses everything. So you know what that verse is teaching us? It's teaching us about Emunah. That everything is from our Kodesh Baruch. Every single thing is from the Yubayna Shabbat. And what we have to do is to strive to get that. And that's why the Orachayim says from the, from the Gemara in Bukharot, Oh, that's, the, that's number Vav. Od Yirtzeh Ba'omro, et kol hadvarim lomar. We don't want the person who's going to be makabel the Torah unless he or she is going to be makabel accept the entire Torah. And whoever accepts upon themselves the Torah except for one mitzvah, ain't lo Torah. It's not Torah. Why? Why is it not Torah? Because if you're going to say the Torah is the whole world, and the Torah is the word of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that every single letter means something. And every single word means something. And, um, you know, there, there's certain parts of the Torah that are just like, I mean, I don't want to say bizarre. That's not right. So, right. But if you look, 
Remember, the Torah is supposed to teach us about the wisdom and the, and the depth and all these things of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. you agree with that? But listen to this. I'm going to read you um, from the end of Vayishla. You ready? I'm going to read, I'll read it in English because it's just... You ready? The end of Vayishla. The last five psukim. It, in, it ends on Lamed and I'm going to read you from Chafhei. Do you know any of these people? We are talking about the, the progeny, the children of Asaph. And it goes through all the all these different officers and chiefs. the chiefs of the Chorim, right? According to the chiefs in the land of Seir. Has that now changed your entire life? How? Okay, so it's a bit strange. Okay, right? No, and what does it do for you? What does it do for you? You know that the Khuri and all these different people, right? What has it done for you? So it says the Slonomy, you know what it's done for you? It's brought you closer to Hashem. You know why it's brought you closer to Hashem? Because it's the word of Hashem. It's God's word. And since it's Hashem's word, just because you don't understand what it is, and nobody really understands what it is, because it's very difficult to really even cup what's going on there, right? Just because you don't understand, the Vilna Gaon says that all the secrets of the Torah are sitting in those psukim. Not in the psukim of Matan Torah and the psukim of Avram Avinu and all these other things that we know about, but in those psukim, the psukim of the least, most difficult to understand, the least understandable, that's where the secrets of everything are written. Because that's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu works. It's Kol HaDvarim HaEle. Everything is sitting there. And that's why it says, um, in this Da'at Zakanim, the Da'at Zakanim are the Balei Tosfot. And this is what he says, the following. He says, Melamed comes to teach us. Shamar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kol HaSeret Zibrot B'Dibur Echad Masha'en Hape Yochola Ledaber. So not we, what we can't speak, and he quotes that Rashi, Im Kain Matam, what does it say? Anuchi Lo Yelecham Melamed Shechazar Moshe. It called Dibur Dibur Bifnei more. Why did Moshe have to rehash every single Dibur on its own? Why? Because you know what? Because if Moshe didn't do it, we would never have understood it. Because the, gra- the, the depth of Torah is the word of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So much so, says the Slonaman. But you know what Hashem did? Hashem, so to speak, was Metzamtzaim. You know what Metzamtzaim means? Like he contracted himself. So we know, we've learned this, that Hashem contracted himself into the world. Right? And uh, it allowed space for human beings to create, to, be, to live. But if we're going to say that Hashem contracted himself into the world, it means he contracted himself into the Asa Mamarot Shenivra Olam, the ten Mamarot of the world. Which means he contracted himself into the Aserifat brought. Which means he contracted himself into Kol Hadvarim, into everything. And it's in that little word that sits the secrets of everything, of the Emunah in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that HaKol, everything, is from Hashem. And once we know that, and once we understand that, then we can go to the next understanding of understanding. I know He Hashem I am Hashem your God. And I can relate to it, and I can be part of it, because He took me out of Mitzrayim. And in taking me, taking me out of his time and giving me the Torah and everything else that I have, I'm now able to live my life according to that value system. 
So I hope I've given you a bit of an insight into our series that you brought in a different level. And Bezrat Hashem, continue to learn and grow. Have a beautiful, beautiful day.